Welcome to the Anne Unashamed podcast, where we have relaxed couch conversations that heal by bringing you inside the life stories of vulnerable women and men who invite you to take a sneak peek into their journey. I'm your host, Erica. Let's chat. So today we are joined in the studio by Tara. And are we going to call you Tara? Yes. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Tara, welcome to the Anne Unashamed podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. A little nervous, but I'll be all right. You will be. So can you tell our listeners something about yourself? Yes. Um, so my name is Tara. Um, I am a mom of two little girls, Elizabeth and Catherine, seven and three. Um, I was a teacher for 10 years and recently did a career switch into real estate, which mm. I love. Yes. Um, what else? Um, I am into fitness. Fitness has really helped me through my journey and through anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then I am actually recently separated from my husband. So that's just a little bit a about little me. About you. Yes. Yeah. So actually... In thinking of one of the things you called out, fitness. So we met at mm-hmm. Cycle Bar. And then she left me. <laughs> she got a bike. I got... <laughs> and she hasn't been back. <laughs> I'm coming back to visit. She's lying. <laughs> I'll be back to okay. visit. Okay. But I do have to say, um, during my time there, I think for about a year, a little bit over a year, mm-hmm. I did enjoy all of your classes. You were probably the most... Yeah, I think I visited your classes the most. I know I did. So mm-hmm. yeah, I appreciate you and your ins- inspiration and just being vulnerable and sharing your story, even on the bike. Thanks. So yes, I love that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. All right. So Thanks for talk- noticing. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so let's talk about the book. So you read Naked and Unashamed. I did. What's your favorite part or chapter in the book? So at the beginning... Um, the overarching theme I feel like that gravitated towards me was, um, when you talked a lot about shame Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize how much shame I carried throughout my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and it leads me into, um, the ways that I, like you kept love. Yeah. Right. Um, but trying to keep love it made me feel unlovable and Mm. shameful, which is crazy. Yeah. Right? Um, Because I'm striving for this love that I want, but it's making me feel a certain way because I'm doing certain things to keep it that aren't true to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, when you started talking about shame, it really, like, it really hit home with me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't realize how much shame I have felt in my life. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, throughout the book, I talk about different moments in my life where I've done what I have done to try to keep love. So, buying relationships, just to name one. What are some things that you have done to try to keep love? In your relationship. Mm. <laughs> okay. We're going there. We're going there. We're going there. Um, <clears throat> so one of the big ones for me, unfortunately, um, in my early years, I thought 
that having sex with someone that would make them fall in love with me. Mm. Um, I had a boyfriend that pretty much used me. He would leave me. He would come back only to have sex with me, um, leave me again. And we did that for a couple of years. Mm. Um, and so I don't know why I thought like if I gave it up and, you know, yeah, gave them that piece of me that they would love me. Yeah. Um, and how gross you feel too after you do that. And mm-hmm. you're like, this is not what I wanted, but I want you to love me. Yeah. So here's what I'm giving you. Yeah. Um, cause I also thought that's what they wanted. And so, which leads me to my other thing. I constantly felt the need to be the person who they wanted me to be and never really knowing who I was. Mm. Um, and that's tough because you're like, you wake up one day, hence why I'm now separated. You wake yeah. up one day and you're like, who am I? Yeah. You know, you get lost um, trying to be all of these things to other people, not even just romantic relationships, mm-hmm. you know, friendships, right. family, like constantly trying to be what you want me to be. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Can I curse? <laughs> Maybe. Mm. You should have seen her face. All right. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I am going to figure out who I am. Yeah. You know, all the trial trials and errors and experiment and yeah. 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 So, sorry. She no. gave me a look, y'all. It's all good. It's <laughs> all good. Hey, this is about being authentic. Okay. Be authentic. I curse a lot, but I won't anymore. Okay. That's for this for podcast. So. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you too. So you talked about um kind of that currency of of sex and how mm-hmm. we can sometimes use that to transact if you will in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then you also talked about losing yourself and not really knowing who you are. How did you or when did you get to a place where you think you found Tara. Have you found Tara? Oh, good question. <laughs> I don't think I found her yet. Okay. I think she's for getting warm. Okay. Um about two years ago, we me and my husband were going through a tough time. And that was when I started waking up, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um and unfortunately we decided not decided, but we started to grow apart, mm-hmm. like even further and further apart. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to grow he was happy with being consistent. Yeah. Um, so I haven't found her fully yet. She's coming out. Um, but yeah, what was the question? Yeah, I think you answered it. Okay. <laughs> What's one thing that you can think of in terms of a step that you took to find Tara? <clears throat> Trying new things. Okay. And just not... Not being scared to try them. Yeah. I am a very fearful person. Mm. I struggle a lot with anxiety. Not so much anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's one new thing you've tried um, that you enjoy? That I enjoy. I like taking myself out to eat oh. by myself. That is so awesome. And I love 
um, since I've started real estate, I love exploring Richmond. Yeah. And so I'll find like a new lunch spot. Okay. Dinner spot, breakfast spot. Yeah. Coffee place. Yeah. Um, just exploring Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And doing it by myself. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's awesome. That's nice. And I get to meet new people too. Mm -hmm. I get to like connect. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I thrive with um, is connection. Okay. So like I need to be around people most of the time. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I love trying new places. That's awesome. The Croker Spot. Yeah. And Petersburg. I had a showing down there. Did you really? Yes. And I was like, I want to go. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Taking myself out. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's so. awesome. It's, I love when I hear of women dating themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So you mentioned earlier about a moment of shame. Can you share a little bit more about some of the shame you experienced in your life? Well, the one I wrote down here, um, leaving my husband. Mm. Um, I carry a lot of guilt and shame and it comes in waves still, mm-hmm. um, because <clears throat> one, not being honest with myself mm-hmm. and like how I really felt about the relationship for several years. You know, you don't wake up one day and think <laughs> I'm going to leave my husband. No. This wasn't a overnight, yeah. you know, the day of spur yeah. of the moment thing. This is something I have literally grappled with for years. Mm-hmm. Um, as sad as that sounds. Um, so leaving him and seeing him in such like pain when I know I'm the one that caused it, mm-hmm. but I know I have to sit with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have to be shameful about it. Yeah. You know, I can be hurt, but I don't have to carry guilt and shame around because I decided I wanted something more mm-hmm. with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a moment. And then um, one that I really, really like rock bottom moment of my life. I actually cheated on my husband um, this past fall. Mm. And um, I had this moment. I just had to get away. No one knew. Yeah. I was carrying that for like three months. Oh, wow. Um, And I went to this Airbnb and I just remember sobbing in the bathtub. Mm. That like hopeless feeling. I'm like, there's no way out. Yeah. I can't tell him. What are other people going to think of me? Mm -hmm. You know, if this gets out, Mm -hmm. you know, my family, my girls, Mm -hmm. you know, they're going to hate me. They're going to look at me differently. Um, And then... In December, I found the courage to tell him, you know. Yeah. Um, and as horrible as it was, I feel like that was the catalyst to help me find the courage to, like, do what I want to do with my life. Yeah. And be who I want to become. Mm-hmm. And stop trying to please everybody else, but start pleasing myself. Mm-hmm. So it kind of was the catalyst to give me courage to do that. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I was like, all right, if I can, if I can say this out loud. Yeah, and ugh, the amount of shame that I felt in that moment was yeah. like, like I said, I felt hopeless. Yeah, I just sat there and sobbed in the tub. I was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's a lesson and it taught me to find the courage. Like I can face anything. I can literally do anything. I am capable, <laughs> I you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I have always felt not capable. I've yeah. always felt not strong enough, Yeah, you know? And it was like, okay, you didn't die. You didn't. You're in a lot of pain and mm-hmm. you cause someone else a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can sit with that mm-hmm. and you're still alive. So it was definitely a learning lesson. And that was probably, that was like my lowest point of my life. How are you kind of coming up from that? Daily forgiveness of myself. Yeah. Like I literally sit there and tell myself, like, I forgive you. Like forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I can picture myself giving giving myself a hug. Yeah. You know, like what would I do if another woman came to me or a man, whoever, mm-hmm. and said, you know, their marriage was struggling. They felt like their needs weren't getting met. You yeah. know, there's all, I'm not a black and white person. Yeah. I'm a very gray area. Mm-hmm. So I would hope the people that I surround myself with are probably gray area people. Mm-hmm. I have a few, you know, friends that are very opinionated. Yeah. Um, but, but also we also don't have to agree either, which I'm learning. Mm-hmm. We can be friends and have differences yeah. and love the differences yeah. between us. Yeah. We learn from it. That's true. Right. That's true. Um, but just daily forgiveness. And when those like shameful moments pop up, just give myself a little grace. Yeah. And like I said, I would offer that to anybody, yeah. you know, cause there's always a reason most of the time Mm -hmm. people don't just go out and do shady stuff Mm -hmm. to do it Mm -hmm. to be mean and spiteful you know someone is suffering in silence and they don't know what else to do and so they act out and that is exactly what i did Mm. um so just knowing that that it was there was no malicious intent behind it it was just i was in a place of like desperation yeah you know um So, yeah, just offering myself grace and forgiveness Um, and then just ongoingly being honest with myself Mm -hmm. and how I feel Mm -hmm. and what I want in my life. So I feel like I was not honest for a very long time because, again, I'm sitting here trying to figure out what everybody wants me to do. Yeah. You know, but what do I want to do? That's right. No, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No. No is a sentence. Yes. So and I don't have to explain it to you either. Yeah. So um yeah so i have a question for you i feel real naked right now <laughs> uh, you, you saying did, that out in public you did just share a lot i did a lot. i'm hoping that it will help someone because yeah. i know i'm not alone yeah you know yeah um yeah so a couple questions um my first one what I don't even know how to ask it. Um, At what point did you realize that you needed to separate from your marriage in order to grow? Probably a long time ago. I just didn't want to be honest with myself. Okay. Like years ago. And then I guess what causes that? Because I think about marriage and how people grow in marriages and you know people are different seasons in different seasons in in life and one might be growing and one might be okay with where they are but like kind of what brought you to that place of i need more i'm looking for 
a partner to grow with me um, to make this decision that you want to separate. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I know we're always, we're humans, right? We're Mm -hmm. always going to want more, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, when you wake up and you're like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all mm-hmm. I'm getting mm-hmm. <laughs> out of life, mm-hmm. you know, kind of scares you in yeah. a way. Yeah. And you're like, you know, you you try things to get your partner to communicate more with you, to do yeah. the things, like find interest in me. Yeah. You know, um, but then I also have compassion for him because he's struggling with his own things. Yeah. He's just not he's just not open about it yeah. or wants to communicate it yeah. as well as I am. And sometimes I didn't communicate it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then you have that distance that just keeps growing mm-hmm. and growing and growing mm-hmm. bigger and bigger and bigger until it's so thick. You're like, I'm about to drop a bomb and I'm out. Yeah. You know, you're so disconnected. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I answered your question, but no, you didn't. And led me to another question, Ashley, actually, actually, because you mentioned earlier silent suffering. Mm. Do you feel like, as a couple, you had couples around you that you could be vulnerable with and have conversations with? I think we had. I am a more naturally more vulnerable, so I will be pieces of the couple. If that makes sense. Okay. So not together. And oh, that was one okay. thing that like, I was like, you know, the, one of the reasons why I fell in love with you, I love seeing you like work a room. Yeah. Like it is sexy, <laughs> you know, like yeah. let's go out more. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just met with, he's stressed. Yeah. You know, and I get it. But when I'm trying to communicate my needs, I need a little effort sometimes, yeah, yeah, you know, we do. and we're not blaming anybody. Cause yeah. like I said, and I tell him this, I said, I'm the one that put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Like I did this to our marriage too. You're, I take full ownership too. Cause mm-hmm. there were times where I didn't know what I needed and mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted because I was trying to be what you wanted me to be. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. It's like a Rubik's cube, mm. you know? And it's like, what do you want from me? Yeah. What do you like? Who is it that you want me to be, and not just being me? Yeah. So. And you know, I never solved those Rubik's cube puzzles. <laughs> I don't even try them. That's it. Uh, throw it out the window. I'm good. <laughs> so yeah. Mm. All right. My last question on this topic. Yeah. Um, you mentioned extending grace and forgiveness to yourself. Can you share a little bit about? Let me. What's your? Who do you go to? So, like, you draw on your strength and extending grace. Like, I think about myself. I look to God as who I draw my strength and grace from. Mm-hmm. Do you have, like, a higher power or kind of what's your belief in that? Yeah, I you like the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is definitely a higher power. Don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't think, like, you know, when we die, we're dead. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not quite sure what that is. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like the universe gives me signs. Okay. Whether it's the universe or God, like that's something I still want to like explore yeah. is my spiritual side. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, I was going to say something. Oh, when I decided I was like, I need, I saw numerous signs mm-hmm. to leave. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no no, I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't have the courage. I don't have the strength to do this. Yeah. You know, 
and um <clears throat> I got down on my knees and I was just like please like give me something mm-hmm. you know please tell me what am I what do I need to do yeah like, I don't know what to do anymore um <laughs> my best friend Lynette she sent me a song called the sign okay and i was like this is totally like this is a sign <laughs> if you if you listen to the lyrics yeah. it was like i'm better off without you like mm. you, this she's singing about leaving her partner okay um and she did like instantly she we share because she's a cycle instructor yeah. so we share music and she yeah. shared this cool down song because it yeah. was like a slower version of the sign okay and i was like oh. i was like i have to do it I know. And then I actually went out and got this ring and I was dropping my kids off Mm -hmm. at their grandmother's house for a couple of days. And I came back and I literally cried the whole way home because I knew I had to tell them how I felt and that I didn't want to be in the marriage anymore. And it was really tough. So, but I look, this is like, I look down and I'm like, you can do anything. You can do it. Yeah. Mm. Green amethyst. It's pretty. Thanks. (laughs) It's pretty. Bought it myself. <laughs> um, so you talked to sh- you talked about shame in your marriage and separation. How are you? And you talked about how you're kind of moving through it, through yeah. Drawing strength and forgiveness mm-hmm. and extending grace. Anything you would add there? Um, I think sharing my story with people, like I have told a couple people mm-hmm. about what I've went through mm-hmm. and it actually has helped mm-hmm. because they're sharing stories mm-hmm. and like we're all not messed up, but we're all hurting Yeah, at, at some level. Yeah. You know, we've all been through something mm-hmm. and that's why I loved reading your book because I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is like wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because you <laughs> talked about changing who you were. Yeah, the chameleon. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, dude, that is me, the chameleon. <laughs> yes. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 because I want to be accepted and I want to yeah, be loved. We do. You know. I mean, that's also human nature. Mm-hmm. But I don't need everyone to love and accept me. You that's don't. also something I'm learning. You know, you take or leave it. That is so true. <laughs> that is so true. We do you want know? the ones we love to love and accept us. But yeah. And I think that's just a natural yearning or desire in our mm-hmm. hearts. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That's like in the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It is. To be loved. Yes. Gosh. It's a, it's a basic human need. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, but you can, it doesn't have to be romantic love. It's a, that's right. It's like community. Yeah. I think that's where we struggle as society yeah. is like in the United States. We have no sense of community. Yeah. A lot of us don't, mm-hmm. you know. We're very, we live very separate lives. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I thrive when I can connect with someone, you know, and mm-hmm. I can hear someone's story. Mm-hmm. Um, but just sharing about what I've been through and knowing that other people have been through maybe similar situations or yeah. something different. Um, just knowing I'm not struggling alone That's and right. everyone else around me is struggling, yeah. you know, and giving being able to be a safe space for people, I feel like that's – I'm going to toot my own horn. Um, I feel like a lot of people feel safe with me. Okay. You know, like they don't feel judged. Yeah. And so why am I going to sit here and judge myself like that so critically? Yes. You know? So it's yeah. like, I mean, don't keep messing up. Yeah. Like get it together and yeah. figure it out. But 
I'm not a horrible person. No. You know, I make mistakes. We all do. Like big ones, obviously. Um, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, we're here. You move forward. We do move forward. And you grow stronger. You do. And you find more cor- courage and strength mm-hmm. through what you've been through. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I went through that. I'm like, dude, I can handle anything. <laughs> I can live on the streets. Like oh. you just name it. I got this. Okay, slow down. <laughs> I can. It feels it feels very empowering. It does. It does. Like I went to the bottom. Yeah. And now I'm coming back up. Yeah. Yeah. It and does. It, and I think what you're what you're describing is when you don't have um the feeling of empowerment and you do empower yourself, it's it's almost like um what's the it's not an it could be adrenaline or dopamine hit. Yeah, yeah. Something that you want to continue to experience yes. over and over again. Yeah. No, I totally It's understand. wild. It is. It's it really is. awesome to like see your capabilities. Yeah. Like, yes. I can do this. I can totally do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was my um, message for class on Wednesday. Okay. I was like, you are capable of anything. Yeah. And I, I told them, you know, um, I had left my marriage of 11 years and Mm -hmm. I share a lot on the bike. It gets a little messy sometimes. If you want to know all about me, come to cycle bar Monday, Wednesdays, 6 AM. Um, yeah. But like I said, the lady, she's going through a separation. Like you never know who needs to hear your story and who is, who it's going to help. Yeah. So I find comfort and that like I can be a safe space for somebody. Mm-hmm. So that helps me through it too. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so thinking about all that you just shared and thinking about younger Tara. Oh God. <laughs> Poor little younger Tara. <laughs> what would you how would you encourage younger Tara or um someone that might be going let's start with younger Tara first. Okay. How would you encourage younger Tara? I would tell her, don't be afraid. Like, you have all the love you need. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't need to earn somebody's love at all, you know? Um, There's not, like, a scorecard, Mm. (laughs) you know? Um, And that just be yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? And be okay with making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Stop stop looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> right? You, that, you're looking in yeah. the wrong places. Yeah. And you know, you know, you have that gut feeling. Yeah. And you choose to ignore it. Yeah. You know, and then you're too deep. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm, the gut feeling. Mm-hmm. I have ignored many of those. Yeah. You're like, mm, something just ain't right. <laughs> And you keep pushing through. It's because we can change people, Tara. Yeah, no, we can't. (laughs) That's what we've learned. Yes, we cannot. Yeah. We cannot. They are who they are. They are who they they are. Unless they want to change. Unless they want to change. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would tell her, be you, be yourself. Stop chasing love. Yeah. And just learn to love yourself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. not that we're all because you aren't all you need. You need people. You do you need human interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also don't need it for men. Yeah. Or sexually. Yep. That is not a way to love. I mean, it is a way to love somebody, but 
it's not the only way yeah. to love someone, yeah. you know? Um, so, yeah. Okay. Mm, I feel bad for little Tara. <laughs> She's okay. And I sometimes sit here and I picture little Tara Do when you. I get back in those feelings of my first boyfriend. And I just give her a hug and I'm yeah. like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, you will make it through. You know, yeah. and I didn't realize how much I carried from that relationship into my marriage. Oh, wow. Yes. When I started healing like two and a half, three years ago, mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is weird. Like, why am I still, this was seven, eight, ten years ago. Yeah. And it's like, you hang on to these things and these feelings mm -hmm. because that's how you survived mm -hmm. and so you continued those patterns mm -hmm. and things mm -hmm. until you decide one day you're like i don't want this anymore yeah you know i want to break this yeah so she'll be all right she's okay yes <laughs> yes poor she little Tara. She, she is loved and she is awesome i wish i would have seen it sooner i had someone i did an interview last week and we were talking about that about I shared that I wish I had known kind of what I know now and not made some of the decisions that I made. And and she challenged me and she said, but don't you think that you made the best decision at the time with the information that you, you had? had? Yeah. And I was like, oh. okay, <laughs> <laughs> fine. You win this one. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I, so here, here's what I wish. I don't wish, I don't want to change what I've been through. Yeah. I just wish she would have seen how empowering she was. Yeah. Like how awesome, amazing. Cause I'm searching for love because I don't feel like I'm good enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like you were good enough. You were freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. You were all, you still are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a light that shines bright. Yeah. You know, and I've had it, but like, I wish I would have seen that sooner. Yeah. Or have someone say it to you yeah. and remind you. Yes. And that's why I enjoy working with teen moms because I want to remind them of what you just described. Like <sighs> you are beautiful. You are loved. You don't need a relationship. Like they're in a certain season now in their life. They made a decision, but you can make different decisions going forward. Yes. Yeah. And to learn that sooner rather than later. Yes. I'm 36. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's definitely Rough. something <laughs> we need to share. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. I think yeah. I agree. Generation. Okay, so my favorite part of the show. Oh, okay. Is where we name. Oh yeah. <laughs> so let's do it. Let's take a moment. So okay. you might already have it, but when you think about your book title mm -hmm. and how um, thinking about your story, how would you title your life? Um, and so you would fill in the in the blank, blank and unashamed. So what would the title of your life be? I did two uns, but that's okay. okay. Um unapologetic I like. so i am in a season in my life where i am ready to break free and be me okay and unapologetically okay you know yeah you are either going to accept me or not and i'm not going to strive for you to love me yeah or accept me yeah or be friends with me or want to talk to me or hang out with me, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. I'm done with that. Yeah. It creeps back in when you're like, oh, okay, well, just be yourself. Like, yeah. it's cool. <laughs> it's, if they don't like you, yeah. you know, you're not everyone's cup of exactly. tea. <laughs> you know, it's all right. Not everybody has to. I always say this. I'm like, I want everyone to like, 
like me, but I don't want to like everybody. <laughs> but I want you to like me. It's okay if I don't like you, but yeah. you have to like me. Okay. So weird. <laughs> um. So yeah, unapologetic. Okay. Unapologetic and unashamed. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So. That's awesome. What else? This is a lot of fun. It was We got to do this again. I know. I have enjoyed it. I yeah. appreciate you joining us on the podcast. I had a lot of fun. You guys should have heard us, heard us cracking up at the beginning. <laughs> For a good solid five minutes, we had to just laugh. And then we had to restart. But it's okay. It is okay. It was a good time. It was a good time. So, it was. All right. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you at Cycle Bar. You will see me at Cycle Bar. Okay. Wednesday, 6 a.m. Because I won't be there Monday. No, I'll be at the beach. The following week. (laughs) Guys, we're going to hold her to it. (laughs) By the end of May. That gives you two months, girl. I can commit to that. Okay. Okay. And now you got to get Bo. Has Bo been yet? No. Okay. And Alan has to come? Alan Alan will be there before Bo comes. Okay. But I will work on (laughs) Bo. You hear that, Bo? (laughs) If he made it the whole podcast, he hears that. (laughs) He probably didn't. He probably skipped through. He listened to the beginning, the middle, and yeah, so he probably did listen yeah, to the, yeah, the end. All That's right. so funny. Well, thank you, Tara. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope you were able to walk away with something meaningful you can apply to your life. If you're interested in sharing your story and being a guest on the podcast, let me know by visiting andunashamed.com. Remember to subscribe and feel free to share and encourage someone with this episode. If you haven't already, go grab a copy of my book, Naked and Unashamed. You can find out where to purchase by also visiting the site and unashamed.com. I can't wait to chat with you next time. Before we go, I'll leave you with a quote from Oscar Wilde. To love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance.